Welcome back to another episode of Sportscape. I am Brody. Yesterday was another full day of NFL football. Um, week 9, now one game away from being in the books. And things kicked off here with the Falcons and the Broncos here. This one in Atlanta, and this one was a close one here. It was actually all Falcons until really the fourth quarter. 27-6, to they had the lead, and then the Broncos came back all the way but couldn't get it done 34 to 27 is the final um they Broncos really fought back hard in this one but in the end they fell just short um the Falcons get their second straight win I believe that's their second straight so it's starting to look like it might turn around for them next week they have a by week, I think, and then the week after that, they play the Saints, which might be a tough one, and then they play the Raiders, which might be a tough one, um, and then they play on, wait, do they have a bye week, week 10? I think they do have a bye week 10. Uh, maybe not, but it anyway, it is looking like the season might start to turn around for the Falcons here. Uh, Matt Ryan had himself three touchdowns and an interception. Drew Locke, two touchdowns through the air, one on the ground, also an interception. Uh, Jerry Judy's finally had his breakout game, 125 yards and a touchdown on seven receptions. Uh, so the Falcons will ultimately take that one uh, yesterday. Uh, and then we had a surprise here between the Seahawks and the Bills. Seahawks looking to continue their one of their best seasons in the past few years. Uh, and Russell Wilson looking to continue his MVP campaign. It did not go as planned for Seattle. The Bills win this one 44-34. to Russell Wilson, two touchdowns, but two interceptions. Josh Allen, three touchdowns. Zach Moss, a touchdown. DJ Dallas, a touchdown. Uh, DK Metcalf continues his great year with a touchdown. And then Stephon Diggs with 118 yards. Uh, the This one was the highest scoring game of the day. Um... Both teams do did probably have the better offenses and defenses, so it wasn't that surprising. Uh, but this one was surprising to me that the end result uh, was uh, 44-34 because I thought the Seahawks were going to come when this one, maybe like 20, maybe like 31-27 or something. Uh, that's the type of game I was expecting. I was not expecting a 44-34 finish. Um, but anyways, the Bills, who are finally in control to take their first AFC East in a while, uh, get another win on their year. And this one was a big statement win for them. Uh, but our next one here, Ravens at the Colts. Both teams coming into this game. We're five and two. Uh, both teams had had their ups and downs. Ravens obviously had a down last week when they lost to the Steelers. Uh, Colts have had a few downs this year too, but the Ravens ultimately 
will win this one 24 to 10. Lamar Jackson, one touchdown on the ground, none through the air. Phillip Rivers, only one interception, no touchdowns. Um, uh, if you're wondering where Jonathan Taylor is on the stat sheet, he did not lead the team in rushing. That was Jordan Wilkins with only 39 yards. Um, Taylor had a touchdown, but if you're looking at the rest of the stats, it didn't really look that great. Only six carries uh, for 27 yards and a touchdown. Um, he seems to maybe be the goal line back there, but it seems like he's really getting outworked by Wilkins. And I mean, he had, and then he had less yards on four more carries than DeMichael Harris, the receiver. Uh, so Jonathan Taylor had a great start to the season. Now it's looking like he might be falling off a little bit. Uh, but well, I guess this isn't really, I guess it could just be one game. We'll have to see, but it's really looking a little bit on the downside for Jonathan Taylor here. Uh, our next game, another great game here. This one, I don't know if it should have been as close as it was. But this one came down to the last play. That one is the Panthers at the Chiefs. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater against Patrick Mahomes here. Um, a lot of people would think Mahomes is the much better quarterback here. Uh, but Bridgewater also had himself a really good game. But eventually the Chiefs did pull it out 33-31. The Panthers lined up for a 67-yard field goal attempt at the end of the game, uh, and they could not get it done. Joey Sly, it, did look like, it looked like he had the distance, but it was just way to the right, and it was no good. Uh, but the Chiefs get to 8-1. The Panthers fall to 3-6. Christian McCaffrey, his first game back, two touchdowns, one receiving, one rushing. Bridgewater, two touchdowns. The Air Mahomes, four touchdowns. Travis Kelsey, another monster game, 159 yards with 10 receptions. Um, Harrison Butker, also a big part of this when he kicked two field goals and a lot of extra points, except for one failed PAT uh, that would have made it 34 to 31. Uh, but still, the Chiefs do get the job done in that one. Lions at the Vikings is our next one. Adrian Peterson playing his former team, but it didn't go as planned for his former team. Vikings take that one, 34-20. Matthew Stafford, a touchdown and two interceptions. And uh, in the second half, I believe, uh, he it looked like he got hurt on a play because they brought in the backup quarterback, Chase Daniel, uh, to run some plays. He went eight and eight for 13, 94 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Not the worst thing in the world. He had a better Q, or he had a better passer rating um, than Stafford, but not a better QBR. But I think that's because he threw a lot less passes than Stafford. Um, but ultimately, Dalvin Cook, another great day. Uh, I believe he had two touchdowns with 206 yards. Uh, he's just been outstanding this season. He had a touchdown in the first quarter and then a touchdown in the fourth. That was a 70-yard rushing touchdown, so he's been outstanding. Um, and so now we turn our we turn 
our focus to the Bears at the Titans here. The Bears looking to get back on track, but no, they don't do it. They lose their third straight to the Titans, 24-17. Um, Derrick Henry, though, they did a pretty good job of stopping him, but they did not do a good job of stopping Tannehill. Uh, he had 100. Actually, they did a decent job now that I look at the stat sheet, but he only threw 21 times, and Derrick Henry got as many carries as Tannehill had throwing attempts. Um, A.J. Brown, another great game for him. Four receptions, 101 yards, and a touchdown. Allen Robinson, 81 yards on seven receptions. Uh, but the storyline of this one was really just the Bears' inability to do anything on offense until the fourth quarter. They were shut out until 12 minutes were left in the game. Uh, so they've it's literally like their thing, like, They've always really had a great defense these past few years, but it's always been their offense, which has really been what set them back from really like being a really strong playoff contender here. Uh, they were sitting five and one now; they're five and four, and part the reason of that is because I don't think they've scored. They've scored seventeen, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-three, twenty, and eleven since Foles came in, so there's question on whether or not they want to start Trubisky now. Uh, there's question on whether or not they would draft a quarterback now. They were thinking maybe Nick Foles would be their guy for a few years, uh, but he's really not looking like that now. Uh, but Trubisky is inactive for the time being with a shoulder injury on the one play that he was in on uh, in that game against the Saints. Um, so that one is a little bit shaky for him. You go in one game and it ends up uh, getting it you end up getting hurt. Um, so I think that it's definitely gonna be a tough one for the Bears. Um, and I think it's gotta get better on offense for them. I think that if they don't fix their offense, I don't know if they could even make the playoffs. There were five wins. Uh, next week, they go and play against, I think, it, no, it's not the Jaguars. Uh, the next week, they play against the Vikings on Monday Night Football. That one could turn to the Vikings. That would really set them down at 5-5, five and five, especially then going up against the Packers. Um... That would hurt them a whole lot if they really, because then that would put them maybe on a losing record, especially because Sunday night game in Green Bay. So that would, they, I'm predicting they're going to lose that one. Packers have looked great this year. Um, um, so I'm just really not sure about the Bears offense right now. I mean, you got to think, is part of it Nagy and his play calling, or is it just the Bears, or is it the offensive line uh, that's really looked abysmal this year and hasn't helped with all of the positive tests and injuries? So you got to wonder about that one. But anyways, the next one is Giants at Washington here. Uh, this one, Alex Smith got to come in, but it didn't go well for him. Uh, Kyle Allen had a bad-looking leg injury um that didn't look that great for him so 
Um, Alex Smith came in, but like I said, didn't go well. 24 for 32, 325 yards and a touchdown. That part doesn't look bad until you get to the three interceptions he threw. Uh, and ultimately, that's probably what let the Giants win this one, 23 to 20. Uh, Dwayne, or not Dwayne Haskins, but Alex Smith. I mean, this is his second game he's played in this season, but this one, I mean, the one against the better defense looks like he played better in, um, but he did throw his first touchdown since 2018. That one, a long one to Terry McLaurin for the six points. Wayne Gallman, a touchdown. Antonio Gibson, a touchdown. So they've both played pretty well these past few games. And so now Giants, I believe, sweep the season series on Washington. And so now we get to the Texans of the Jaguars. This one down to the wire, last play of the game type game. Uh, but the Texans able to pull it out 27 to 25. The Jaguars uh, scored a touchdown with a minute 30 to go uh, to make it 25 to 27. Could not get the two point conversion to go. So they ended up losing that one to Sean Watson. 200. 281 yards and two touchdowns, uh, also 50 yards on the ground. Will Fuller, another outstanding game, 100 yards and a touchdown on five receptions. James Robinson, 99 yards and a touchdown. DJ Chark, 146 yards and a touchdown. Jake Lutton in his first game starting, 26 for 38, 304 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. So the Texans look to get their season maybe back on track. With a win next week, they go to Cleveland to take on the Browns. Uh, The week after that, they will play the Patriots, which is a winnable game. Uh, And then they play the... Then they play the Lions on Thanksgiving. Winnable game for them. So... It's not going to, you're not going to count them out yet. Uh, They play the Colts, which is going to be tough, but that's a winnable game. I think that once you look past the Colts record and you look at their actual team, um, it's, it's not that great. Uh, Phillip Rivers really underperformed this season. He's honestly been the thing holding them back from being so good. Uh, and then their run game really carrying that entire offense uh, with Jonathan Taylor, Naeem Hines, and Jordan Wilkins. That's really been outstanding for them, and they've really liked to have that there. Um, so, anyways, our next game, Raiders at the Chargers. This one down to a controversial overturn. Well, it wasn't that controversial because it was the right call in the end. Uh, but the Chargers and the Raiders, the Raiders win it 31-26. to uh, The Chargers looked like they had a last-second touchdown to win the game literally on the last play. Um, but eventually, they looked at it again, overturned it. They said it was an incomplete pass. It was the right call, but, I mean, you're going to still hear us a little bit about that for a few days or so because it was certainly a big call to make and there are certainly people who think it could have gone both ways um but both of the quarterbacks played pretty equal games although Justin Herbert did look a little bit better there two touchdowns 326 yards uh they also the Raiders Devontae Booker had 68 yards in a touchdown um that led the team in rushing 
So Josh Jacobs hasn't performed the way he would like to this season. So, I mean, maybe Booker could come in and give them something. I'm not sure about that one. Uh, but next up, the Dolphins the Cardinals. This one, a shootout here between these two teams. And Tua gets the win. A big win for these Miami Dolphins that just keep somehow winning these big, big games. Um, against really great teams. They beat the Rams last week. They beat the Cardinals this week. Two playoff-looking teams, uh, both in the same division. Uh, but Tua had two touchdowns. Uh, Devontae Parker, 64 yards. Kyler Murray, three touchdowns through the air, one on the ground. Christian Kirk, 123 yards and a touchdown. Uh, and then we had the Steelers at the Cowboys. Not a good-looking game on paper. Turned out to be one of the best games of the day here. A controversial roughing the passer call that gave the Steelers a first down that they would eventually go on to score a game-winning touchdown with. But... Anyways, the Steelers win it 24-19. Ben Roethlisberger, three touchdowns. James Conner, 22 yards. Uh, Gary Gilbert, in his first career start, 243 yards, touchdown and an interception. Tony Pollard, 57 yards. CeeDee Lamb, four receptions, 71 yards and a touchdown. Cowboys fall to 2-7. and seven. Pittsburgh stays undefeated at 8-0. And then we had what was supposed to be the best game of the day. Turned out to be the worst game of the day. 38-3, Buccaneers and the Saints. The Saints demolishing this one, 38-3. Drew Brees, four touchdowns. Uh, Taysom Hill led the team in rushing with 54 yards. Michael Thomas, his first game back, five receptions for 51 yards. Tom Brady had 200 yards, or 209 yards, but three interceptions, which is really what set them down for the loss. Ronald Jones, only nine yards, so... Um, the Buccaneers here fall to six and three. Saints improve to six and two. And then our final game tonight, it's the one that will wrap up week nine. Patriots at the Jets, Monday night football. Jets 0 and 8. Patriots 2 and 5. I think the Patriots can get on back on track here. I think this is the perfect game for them to do it. They've dropped a lot of games in a row. That's not really what you want to see from your new quarterback in Cam Newton. I think he gets on track against a really bad secondary in the Jets. They keep, they keep trading away all their players. Avery Williamson now gone to Pittsburgh. Um, I think that the Patriots have a really, really, really good chance to win this one. Uh, Joe Flacco, the starter for the Jets. Um, do you want to know what Joe Flacco has done this season? Absolutely nothing in his starts. Uh, he had... A 24-0 loss to the Dolphins, a 30-10 loss to the Jet or to the Cardinals. Uh, he put up some points in his 37-28 loss to the Broncos. Um, and then I think he did he start the Colts game? No, he didn't. That was just Sam Darnold who threw the three picks and lost 36-7. Uh, the Jets, they're not a good team. I think the Patriots. People are picking Jets to win this game. I really don't see it. I think that the Patriots are gonna win this one. By a lot. Nine and a half points is the spread. I think they win this one by at least 10, maybe even 14. I think that this is going to get. Uh, I think this is going to result as a win for the Patriots. But now, with all that being said and done, that is all we've got today. Make sure you come back tomorrow for another episode, and I'll see you again tomorrow.